And you always have a choice whether you're going to allow it to stop you or if you're going to allow it and allow yourself to move forward at the same time. Welcome to the Words of Wisdom podcast. This is the place to be to raise the consciousness within in order to create a life and business of ease, flow, and freedom. This podcast offers inspiring stories, strategies, and special guests to help you become your most aligned self. I am Minerva Maharaj, a former NBA Toronto Raptors dancer, turned ICF accredited spiritual life coach, founder of Goddess of Wisdom Spiritual Life Coaching, and Star Seed Academy Coach Training. My soul's mission is to show you the impossible is truly possible. Thank you so much for joining me here today. Let's get to awakening your soul's wisdom. Welcome everybody to another episode of Words of Wisdom. I'm your host, Minerva Maharaj. Today we're going to talk about four steps to choose what you want despite what anybody says. Four steps to choose what you want despite what anyone says. Perhaps there is something you want to do for yourself, but you're afraid of what other people are going to think, what they're going to say, that they're going to judge you and criticize you. And I know that energy. I know those point of views can be debilitating and hold you back from moving forward. I experienced that all the time. I experienced that when I changed careers a couple of times. I experienced that for when I wanted the type of wedding I wanted. I experienced that for starting my coaching business. I experienced that with how I choose to raise my kids. You're going to experience that all the time and you always have a choice whether you're going to allow it to stop you or if you're going to allow it and allow yourself to move forward at the same time. There's a way to allow that with peace and with ease, other people's opinions and not letting it hold you back and allowing yourself to move forward, to achieve what it is that you want. So I want to make it easier for you. Of course, my mission is always to help you achieve the impossible. The word itself says you're possible. So I always want to make it easier for you and how to move forward towards your dreams, towards your goals, and make those soul's desires more tangible for you. So maybe you are thinking of doing a career change. Maybe you want to run your business a certain way. Maybe there's a certain way you want to live your life. Maybe there's a certain way you want to be and you're afraid of that energy. You're afraid of people's opinions, their points of view. So these are four steps to help you move forward despite what anyone thinks or says. Okay. So you can get a pen and paper. I I like that. Or sometimes I just also like just sitting back and just taking in and trusting that whatever I'm meant to grasp, I'm going to remember by the end of the episode and then I'm going to move forward and take action on at least one thing that really resonated with me. So I present you with that to do that for yourself. So I'm going to share these four steps, but before that, I want to share our most recent experience around this. And you may have this in my past episode where I shared that I was going away on a personal retreat. Now, I was supposed to go away on a business retreat. It didn't work out, so I had the weekend free, and it was something I always wanted to do for myself, where I go away entirely by myself 
and do what the heck I want to do. I want to get a massage. I want to sleep in. I want to eat delicious food. I want to sit by the lake. I want to meditate. I want to journal. I want to go for a walk and just do me. So I had the opportunity to do that the other day. And of course, there's going to be other people's opinions around that. Some of the things were, well, are you okay with leaving your kids at home? Is this the first time you're leaving your son, my youngest one, at home? Well, first, I'm not just leaving them at home. I'm leaving them with their father. My in-laws came to help as well. Also, being at the resort by myself, people were like, you're here by yourself. But I did get a lot of like, good for you, mama. And those are my peeps. Um, so I just share this because I want to let you know that there is, I, I get it. There's going to be that contrast. I call it contrast when people have opinions and different points of view about it. Um, and also I could just pick up people's energy, even if they say, oh, good for you. I can also pick up if they're thinking like, whoa, like you're selfish. That's pretty indulgent or whatever thoughts, but I don't let it stop me. I allow it to be so. Now, if this was a year ago and I'm sharing this because it's, I want to be completely transparent. A year ago, it was hard for me to do this. I actually had it booked twice and I had that guilt going into like, oh my God, I'm leaving my daughter. At the time it was just my daughter at home with my husband. Is it going to be too much for him? Even though he's very hands-on, but I went through that guilt trip and lo and behold, I believe unconsciously the universe always gives you what you want, whether you're aware of it or not. It got canceled for one reason or the other. I don't even remember the reasons why now, but it got canceled. And there was a little relief because then I didn't have to go through that judgment and criticism to have that retreat. Now, a year later, I did it and I was completely, I can truly say, at peace with my decision. And this is the four steps that I'm going to share with you so you can have peace with your decision. So you can move forth guilt-free, move forth with freedom, with an ease about it with confidence in your decision. So think about something it is that you want, whether it's around a money, career, business, personal side of things, or your health, whatever it is, this is how to move forth without guilt and with peace. Number one, choose it and decide it. Choose what you want What is it that you want to create in your life? What is it that you want to wake up and want your life to be like? So choose that and then decide, this is what I want. This is what I'm going forth with. This is what I'm moving forward with. Choosing it is one thing, but deciding puts it into motion. There's this conviction. There's this flow. There's this energy. There's this movement behind it. So choose what you want and then decide it, it's going to be so. Step one, you don't have to think about all the other things that's coming up. Choose what you want and then decide it's going to be so. You don't have to know the how and all the details. Number two goes into the details per se. You want to plan for it. Okay, so this is where you take action around it. So what actions or what steps needs to happen in order for X desire to happen. So for example, with the retreat, I decided, okay, I'm going to go away. Okay, I'm going to go away. I'm going to do this. This feels really good. What weekend will work? Okay, I chose the weekend, right? It happened to be the weekend the thing was canceled, so it just worked out. I had made this choice a while ago, but then finally made the decision to go forth with it. 
that's to show you the difference between choice and decision. Now the actions around it, what do I want to do? First, I was like, do I really want to live it up in like a fancy hotel, which I love and I'm going to do? Um, or did I want something more nature-esque? And I chose the nature route. So I was, those little things, I kept asking, okay, what is it that I want? I wanted by the lake. I want a spa so I could get a massage. Um, I want really good food. So I wanted a restaurant on site. I wanted uh, there to be like lounge space outside so that I can meditate and journal. And I found exactly that it was... Christie's Inn and Spa in Port Severn, Ontario, which by the way, I have a retreat coming up, Eat, Meditate, Love. So I'm going to tell you more about that. So just hang tight. But I started planning around it. Okay, what else needs to happen? Spoke to my husband about it. He's like, go for it. I said, if you need support, maybe just check in with your mom. And we got, you know, got the backup, got the backup upon backup, <laughs> right? I don't work Fridays and weekends anyway. So work was totally cleared. Um, and all those other things. You start planning around it as if it is happening, right? So what steps do you need to take as if it was happening? Okay, so if you're thinking, well, I can't do it because of someone else. I can't, whatever the can'ts are, how can you make it happen, right? So even if there was someone who wasn't, just say a babysitter wasn't available or my husband wasn't available, I would then say, okay, who is available or how can I make this happen? right? I'm going with the conviction that this is happening one way or another. It's just a matter of, you know, how or what else is possible, right? So I would, you know, check in with maybe a babysitter or see if, you know, my mom was around or something like that. But if you are saying like, well, I can't do it because my husband is like this, or my partner says this, or my parents have a different point of view, they're going to judge me. That's where you're going to stay stuck. Because they're always going to judge you. Even well-meaning people are going to judge you, right? When, where you are at and when you're moving forward towards your goals. When you have change, when you progress, when you've achieved your goals, they're going to judge you. So what can you do to make it happen? What else is possible? And maybe you don't have to have the answer right away, but just even asking, okay, how can I make this happen? What else is possible? What support is available to me, spirit, source, universe, whatever it is that you connect with, right? What else? I'm just trying to think even if there was like something that kind of got in the way of it for this one. But no, there was such a clean choice and conviction and decision on my side that things just moved that way. It just flowed. And I think that if there was resistance to it, it really is like I shared before, like a year ago, there was resistance. There was, you know, it didn't work out. It's because it was just a reflection of my resistance, right? So if there's resistance that's coming up or you're blaming other people, I want you to take a look of like, what is it that you're doing that you're holding on to that is blocking it from happening? Because I believe in transference, like the mirror effect. Like it's just really just mirroring back what's going on within you. So asking yourself, what in me wants this? Meaning wants the block, the struggle, the what it what in me wants this? Because maybe you're really afraid of what people are going to think if you were to take the leap, if this was to actually happen, right? So what is it that you're really afraid of you want to take a look at? So that's number two, plan for it. And I'm giving you more and more stuff to think about. So I hope this is resonating. Number three, disconnect from other people's points of views and be clear on your point of view. I'll say that again. Disconnect from other people's points of views and be clear on your point of view. 
So what do I mean by that is judgment comes because there's different points of view. Someone believes one thing or how something should be and you believe something else. And I'm guilty of this. I only speak from experience is sometimes when it triggers you and when it triggers me, it's because there's actually a point of view that I have that either I'm not clear about or I'm not confident standing behind and I'm trying to convince or change somebody else's points of view to match mine in order for me to feel safe and move forward towards the direction of my dreams. You may have to pause that and replay that. (laughs) I'll give an example here. So one example is my point of view as a mother, my point of view for me to be a good mom is I need to be myself and I need to do things that make me feel at peace and free and spacious and expanded. And those things are time to myself, going for a walk, meditating, yoga, or just clear space to just do nothing. I need time to just sink in with myself. That brings me back to me. Other people's point of view may be being a good mom is being with your children all the time and doing all the things that they need, cleaning the house, not working, and putting your child's needs first. To me, it's obvious that obviously I'm going to put my children's needs first. You also got to put on your own mask, right? So in order for me to meet my children's needs, I need to meet my needs. There's no way I can show up for my children and be patient with them, tune into their emotional needs, be in tune or when they're hungry or when they're stressed or when they're scared. If I'm running on empty, my tank is completely empty and I'm not even tuned into myself, meeting those needs within myself, and then I'm expected to do that for my children. That's how I see it. That's my point of view. You may not agree with it, but the reason I share this is because my point of view on motherhood is much different than those around me, many people around me. And when people had made comments about me working, me going back to work, me running to businesses, me taking time off, me doing my own thing, I would be met with, oh, that must be nice to do that. Or someone once in my family said, well, you don't take care of your children seven days a week. Uh, Yes, I do. And I, I felt like I had to explain myself. But back then I was like, what the F? Like, how dare you say that to me? Just because I get help three times a week from trusted caregivers that I've arranged. I'm still with my children seven days a week, morning and night. And there's three days out of the week that I work strictly and focus on myself and my business. So there's that, right? So then I go into, I have to explain myself. I have to defend myself. I need to change this person's point of view. I need to convince them. And it is freaking draining, right? So where I regained and got back on track with peace and be at peace within myself was when I was clear on my point of view of what motherhood is and recognize that my definition of motherhood is different from other people's definition of motherhood different from their points of view of what makes a good mother. And instead of me trying to convince them and get on board with my point of view of what makes a good mother, and and there's different versions of what makes a good mother, please, please understand that. I hope this is not being misconstrued in any way, but I was trying to convince somebody else that I am a good mother. 
I'm trying to do all these things from a place of fear and a place of ego to match someone else's fear and ego and unmet needs. So when I was clear on my point of view of what motherhood is and insert your own thing, but when you're clear on your point of view of whatever topic and confident by that and know that other people have points of view of what motherhood is and that's based on their experiences, their conditioning, based on their wants, their desires. There's no one right view of what motherhood is. There's no one right point of view of what anything is. The right point of view is what makes you, you. That's the only right point of view. And there's a bazillion points of views that are possible, that are true, that are real. The only one that is true and real for you or true for you is the one that feels the lightest, that makes you feel most like yourself, that makes you feel at peace. For me, that's what makes me feel at peace. And once I'm clear on that point of view and I can stand by that and I understand that's my point of view and I feel good about that and I'm going to nurture that and I'm going to live by that, I'm disconnected. And I respect other people's points of view. And I can also see how they got to that point of view based on their past experiences, based on their choices, based on their core values, and so on and so forth. And so I can still move forth with my point of view of what makes a good mom, nurture myself, go on a personal retreat. I'm going to be doing that at least twice a year for myself. I'm able to move forth and be detached and also not allow other people's point of views to hinder what it is that I want and the life I create for myself. So that's number three, disconnect for other people's points of view and be clear on your point of view. Number four, choose you and you again. It kind of like falls off of the second one when you are clearing your point of view, but choose you and you again. And I say this so that when you choose your point of view, when you choose what is true and real for you, when you choose what it is in your heart, gut, and soul is right for you, you're choosing you, you're being more confident in you, you're emitting more you into the world, more happiness into the world, more light, more inspiration, and that's what we need more of. So choose you and you again, whether you're married, whether you're single, whether you have this awesome job, whether you love your job or not, choose you and you again. And there's micro tiny steps you can take every single day where you choose you and you again. So what do I mean by that? For me, that means in the moment, I ask myself, what is it that I want right now? You can call it selfish. You can call whatever label you want to call it and be afraid it's it's selfish. But I'm choosing me so that I can show up as the most high vibrating, best version of me as possible. Choosing me and me again. Choosing my points of view. Choosing my beliefs. Choosing my dreams. Choosing my vision. And choosing me and me again. So choose you and you again, no matter what anyone says, no matter what anyone thinks, no matter what anyone says or feels. Choose your vision, choose your desires, choose what you crave, choose what will satisfy your soul. And you don't need to know the whole way. You just need to choose you and you again. And you get to choose 
every 10 seconds of your life. And if you chose something that you don't like or in a moment or in a space or in a situation that you don't like, whether it's a job or a relationship or a health thing, choose you and you again. And and that means going deeper into you, connecting deeper into yourself, knowing yourself on a deeper level. Because I find when we go off track is because we're disconnected to ourselves. When we go off track in business, in relationships, in life, in health, is because we were looking all out, out there, everyone else, everything else, externally versus internally, and looking inward to your soul, to your spirit, to your inner guidance, to your inner wisdom. To your inner source. So choose you and you again. Tune in. Are you okay with this decision? Are you at peace with your this decision? Is this right for you? Does this truly make you feel light, expansive, and free? And if it does, it's the right thing for you. And move forth with that. So those are my four steps to choose what it is you want despite what anyone says or thinks. I really hope this resonates with you. Do these steps. Try it in even small ways, a small thing. Food, for example, where you're going to eat tonight, what you're going to cook tonight, or what you're going to do tomorrow. Apply these four things and see how things start shifting in a different direction, how the energy you exude is different, how the direction your life goes and your experience of your own life, your everyday life is. I would love to hear how this resonates with you. Download it, share it, screenshot it, and write your favorite thing about this or even write a review and drop how this really resonates with you because I want to know that this is reaching people and this is helping people to really move forward in the direction of their dreams and to create more of what it is that deep down they know is possible for them. I really hope this resonates with you and to share with you some exciting news. As I shared, I went away on a a retreat. Well, on that retreat, huge downloads came in that it was time to bring back Eat, Meditate, Love. This is a retreat that started up in 2016 and ran a couple of times per year and it went on pause during the pandemic. And during this retreat, I got clear message that it was time, an intuitive nudge, a really strong nudge and push, bring it back. It's time to bring back Eat, Meditate, Love. So Eat, Meditate, Love, the Greatness Within Edition is happening September 9th to 11th in Port Severn, Ontario. I've had people come from all over the world to attend this retreat. So you don't just have to be Canadian or be from Ontario to attend. I had people come from Florida and different parts of Canada to fly in for this retreat. It's a transformational retreat. And what we're going to do is that we're really leaving all smallness behind and stepping forward and activating the greatness within. And you'll be given the tools, the inspiration, the support to step deeper into your greatness, the greatness within, and start creating a life from that space, from that energy, and leaving all smallness behind and start living a bigger, bolder game. 
If this speaks to you, we have an early bird special happening until August 22nd, and then we go to a special price until September 1st when doors close. If you bring a friend, partner, or spouse, you get an additional $100 off per person, and we have a special room discount available for you at Christie's Mill Inn and Spa. So just go to goddessofwisdom.ca forward slash eat, meditate, love to learn more and register for a spot today. Thank you all for joining me. I had so much fun on this episode. Sending you all so much love and light. <music>